Hello, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Hope for Healing, Faithful Living Podcast. I do pray that you are doing well. I do pray that you are studying the Word of God so that you can know what the truth is, so that you can know who God reveals Himself to be and what He says about you and how you can live the life that God has for you, how you can know His will and how you can walk in it. And today I want to focus on knowing the Word of God. Let's start by looking at Acts 17, verse 11, and I'm going to share scriptures today from the New International Version. Acts 17, 11 from the NIV says, Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Amen. When my daughter was younger, I told her, I said, do you want to know how to be a noble person? Do what the Bereans did. It says now the Berean Jews were more of noble character than those in Thessalonica. And it says because they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So there's two things I want to point out here. Number one is they received the message with great eagerness. We should be eager to hear the word of God. We should be eager to, to sit under somebody's teaching or somebody's preaching. Or we should look forward to taking the word of God for ourselves to see what God has to say to us. And it says they were eager to hear the word and examine the scriptures. See, we can't just go to church and hear what somebody says or what somebody's teaching or preaching and just say, okay, well, that's the truth. No, no, we are to look to the scriptures for ourselves to see if what we are being taught is true. Because you and I, we are responsible for what we believe. We have the Word of God. We have it. So we need to get in the Word of God to see if what we are being taught is true. Now, I'm all for preachers and teachers who teach the Word of God because they are a blessing. They are gifts that God has placed within the church, at least those who God um, has called But even teachers and preachers, they're not going to be perfect. They can get off track as well. I can get off track. Anybody can get off track. Anybody can have a wrong understanding of the word. That's why you need to go to the word for yourself to examine it to see if what you are being taught is true. Don't listen to what I'm saying and say, okay, well, Tim said it. No, you get into the word because it's not going to benefit your faith from what I say. Right Now, if I'm sharing the scripture, then you take that scripture and you say, okay, here's what the scripture says. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to act on it. That, that's fine. But don't just take something I say or that anybody says, especially if it's just an opinion. Now, sometimes I'll hear a minister, he'll share the word of God. He's teaching from the word. And then he'll kind of separate a little bit. Say, now, I'm going to give you my opinion on this. And I appreciate people who will do that because we need to make a distinction between somebody's opinion and the truth of God's word. So just keep in mind what the Bereans did. They were eager to hear the word of God, but they just didn't believe anything they heard. They examined the scriptures to see if what Paul was saying was true. All right. And so the scriptures were all in. I'll say it this way. Anything that we hear people say. If they say God is saying this, it's not going to be in contradiction to what the word of God says. If somebody tells you this is what God told me and I'm going to teach you it. If they're not giving you scripture, then don't listen. 
Because again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Faith doesn't come by hearing somebody's opinion or somebody's story or even somebody's testimony. Those things can be encouraging, but our faith is based on the solid word of God. Let me share another scripture with you. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. It says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. If we're going to be a worker, a co-worker with God, if we're going to do things for God, if we're going to allow God to do things through us to help other people, then we got to know what the word of God says. We have to know what the word of God says. In Romans chapter 10, it says, how can somebody believe if they don't hear? What do they need to hear? They need to hear what the word of God says. Again, you can share somebody's your opinion, your opinion or give them your advice, and that could be helpful, but it's not going to save them. It's the word of God that's got the power to transform, uh, transform somebody's life. It's the word of God that's got the power to save someone. They hear the word and they believe and act on it, and it changed their life. So the scripture says in 2 Timothy 2.15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed. And this is how, one who correctly handles the word of truth. Now, one of the ways that we do that is that we make sure that we have more than one scripture telling us what to believe because it gives us a more rounded view, more of a context, so you just don't want to take one scripture off by itself and then make a doctrine out of it. You want more than one scripture. The Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. So that, that, that's, a, that's a, a pattern that we are to take when we're reading the scripture. Because you can take one scripture all by itself and get the wrong meaning from it. It's possible. But when you get two or three scriptures referring to the same topic, then you know you have a rounded, correct view of what is teaching. And we are to be able to have a, a, a knowledge of the Word of God because it's the Word of God that we share with somebody else. That's, that's what's going to change their life. In Acts, it talked about they, they shared the Word by which somebody could be saved. The Word of God. You know, it's also written, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. The word is where the power is. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It says, all scripture is breathed and is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Again, it goes back to the scripture. If, if you don't know what the scripture says, you're not going to be equipped for every good work. If you don't know what the scripture says, you're not going to know the character of God. If you don't know what the scripture says, you're not going to know God's plan for your life because it's revealed in the word. You're not going to know what Jesus has already provided for you through his redemptive work because it's in the word. So you've got to be hungry for the word of God. You've got to be eager for the word of God. And in the next episode, I'm going to share with you how to stir up that hunger that you need to have for the Word of God. So I hope you join me next time. But you got to understand the importance of God's Word. God's Word is what He has given us so that we can know truth.
Amen. Now, if you look over in John chapter 17, I'm not going to read it now, but if you look over in John 17, you can see where Jesus is actually praying for those who will believe on him by hearing the word. And he's talking about later in life. It's actually, he's talking about you. He's talking about me. He's talking about those who are going to believe as time goes by. And he focuses on the word. I've given them the word. I've given them the word. So you can go look at John 17, John chapter 17, and see the prayer that Jesus prayed for you and see how the importance of the word is to Jesus. In fact, did you know John chapter 1 starts this way? It says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And then you come down a few more verses and say, it's in the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the word incarnate. Jesus is is the actual word made flesh. The word's important. The word's what we live by. The word is how we know God. So remember, be like the Berean Jews. They had an eagerness for the word. They wanted to hear people teaching the word, preaching the word. But then they examined the scriptures that they had to see if what they were being taught was true. If we have wrong beliefs, then that's our responsibility. We can't just blame somebody else for teaching us wrong. We have to go to the word for ourselves. We can learn ourselves. I thank God for teachers. They're part of the ministry gifts. But you and I are responsible for our own beliefs. So we're thankful that we have the word of God. Let's go to it. Let's learn. Let's be equipped for every good work. And again, in our next episode, I'm going to share about how to increase our eagerness for the word of God. Thank you again for joining me. My name again is Tim Dumas. I live in Oklahoma City area. I'm a realtor and I love sharing the word of God. Until next time, may God's riches and best be yours.